We begin today on Davzayin Amid Aleph, right at the beginning of the Yamut. Ketzad Oyselah. So after this woman becomes a Saita, her husband warned her, and she was secluded with a man. So now what does he do with her? He brings her to a Bezdin in that place where he is. And you have to give, you have to provide along, to go along to to go together with the husband and wife. Because in order for the site of waters to work, the husband has to stay away from his wife. So we need to aid him to, for this. Because if not, he's traveling with her a long distance and he may have a relation with her on the way. And then you come to the base of Mikdash and the site of water doesn't work and nobody knows what happened. So you have to have two Tamidich HaChamim for this. Rabbi Yudah says it's not necessary. Her husband himself is believed. He's trusted to come and say that I, I remain separate from my wife. Okay, now when it's said over here, that uh, they're going uh, to, to the Bezdin, as we'll see, they're going really to the Bezdin in Yerushalayim. They have to go to the Bezdin in the Beis Mikdash, the Bezdin Hagadol of 71. That's, so wherever he is, he has to travel all this distance to Yerushalayim. So what did it say in the Mishnah, that besides the husband and his wife, you have to have another two Edim here. Another two Tamid HaChachamim. Today, V'ihu. So it's two Edim and the husband himself. So there are three men here that are traveling together with this woman. So, so together this is three. Let us say that this Mishnah proves a point that Rav said regarding the Isr of Yichud. Maybe this, this, this requirement of Dafka 3 is related to the Isr of Yichud. Usually we know there's an Isr of one man being alone privately with a woman. Right? But usually two is allowed. But Rav says a Chiddush in that. When was it said that two men with a woman is okay for Yichud? That's if it's in the city, a place where there's other people around. Traveling on the road in a way where it's more secluded from what's from other people. So there, even two going with a woman would still be Yichud, you have to have three. And over here, the point is that traveling in such a place where there's no other people, so what happens if one of them needs to go away, needs to relieve himself? So this man is left alone with this woman. So, so that's a pshat in our Mishnah here as well. That you have to have three people that are traveling with her because two is not good enough. Like Rav says, so it proves this point that Rav says that there's an iser of yichud even with two if it's on the road. Says the Gemara, there's no raya from our Mishnah. Here it's not because of yichud. Here the reason why you have to have two to go along with the husband. In order that there should be Aden. For what happened? Adam have to come with them and be with them all the time to come and let us know that the husband stayed away from his wife and therefore she can drink the waters of the Saita. So we have to have Adam for this. Another diakir. Okay, now the point is you have to have Adam. But why does it say in our Mishnah that you have to have Tamide Chachomim? But either way, you're going to have in the ear or in the sit or in the. or in the. Uh, or in the you're going to have two. Because one's going away, you still have two. You have to have Adam. The husband himself can't be an aid on this. You have to have Adam, right? No, he's saying, Shemin's the start of the cover. You're still going to have two. What's the more I'm trying to say? I'm not, I'm not, one second. Okay, well, I'll have to explain you later. Okay, I'll have to explain you later. I don't understand what you're asking. One second, let's go tight to that. Now, the Gemara is Medaik on the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Talmidei Chachamim. That he has to be dafke two, not stam to Adam, but it has to be dafke Talmidei Chachamim. What was happening? Why? Talmidei Chachamim in... 
Tamid Chachamim is good, but Stam, two people to go along, is not good. Why? Should this prove another point that Rav said? When do I say that if you have three people along with a woman going on a road, that there's no problem of yichud? And again, in the city, you have to have two. And on the road, you have to have three. But when do I say that? If that's only if it's kshedim. If these are kosher yidin, that you rely on them, that they're not going to do anything inappropriate. Avol perutzin. But if you have yidin that are not kosher yidin, the yidin that are, don't behave properly, even if you have 10 yidin, that's not going not gonna to work. It's, it's, it's going to be a problem. The 10 people are going with this woman on a road. And Rav said, there was this story that happened. There were 10 people that carried out a woman as if she, she's dead and they're going to bury her outside the city. And this was all done with the intention to do an Aveda with her. So over here in our Mishnah, when it says, So true, we, we said that the issue over here is that you need Eidos. That's why you need two people. But why Tamid Chachamim? So Tamid Chachamim still proves another point that Rav says, that when you're traveling with a woman, it has to be Dafka Tamid Chachamim. Because if it's Tam Prutzim, or if it's Tam people that are not Tamid Chachamim, we're still Chachamim, that there's a problem that they're here with this woman traveling on the road. So the Gemara says, Loi. Again, the, word, the fact that Tamid Chachamim does not prove this point of Rav either. You need to have Tamid Chachamim that know how to warn properly. They know, Rashi says they have to know how to tell the husband properly that look, that the water is not going to work unless the husband stays away from his wife and he didn't come and have any relation with her on the way. So they have to know what, what to warn about. So for that, you have to have Tamid Chachamim. Now, Gemara comes to the Machlekes here in the Mishnah. The Mishnah, Rabbi Huda, that the husband is believed. You don't need any Eidim Bechlal. Tanya and Abraisa, we learned, Rabbi Yudayim, Rabbi Yudayim said, Bailon, Nemon, a husband is believed, with the following Kavachaymer. Ma, Nido, If, when it comes to the Isra of Nido, so a husband himself is trusted to live in the same house as his wife, even though it's an Aveda, which is Kodis, so Bailon, Nemon, Aleo, Saita, Shibalav, the Isra of being with a Saita in this time period, that's only a Lav, and Ashia brings the source of this Lav from the Gemara and Yuvamis. Learned that from a pasuk Achreya Shehutama. It's a love that a husband may not be together with his wife Asaita. So it's much less of a severity of an iser. Like all she came, was definitely a husband is believed in him on his own to say that I I stayed away from my wife. Rabbanon, now the Rabbanon, the Tanakam of our mission that said that you do need two witnesses to go, go along for this. We do not trust the husband. Why? <coughs> This itself, the fact that this Isser is a lighter Isser, this itself is the point why we don't trust him. Neither the Kharis, because neither is more severe, it's Kharis, Chamirale. So it's something which is more stringent in the husband's eyes, so therefore we could trust him for this. Well, Mohammed is believed. Saita, the Lav, Saita, which is only a Lav, so it's not so severe in the husband's eyes, and he's not believed. So this is the Brahis here. So Rabbi Yudha learned out that the husband is believed with a Kavachaymer. So, Rabbi Yehuda learned out that the husband is believed based on this Kavachayim from Anida. We have here another Braise, and Rabbi Yehuda learns this out from the Pasik. Tanya, the Pasik says, that the husband brings his wife to the Kayin. 
So he has to bring it to the Beis HaMikdash. So the man comes together with his wife. But you have to have another two Adim and Tamid Chachamim to know that he didn't have a relation with her on the way. It's like, this is like the Tanakam of our Mishnah. The husband is believed with the Kavachayim that we mentioned before. If a nida which is so severe, it's kares, the husband is trusted. Saita which is a lav, most definitely that he's trusted. So the Chachamim responded to Rabbi Yaisi and said, it's not a good Kavu And here the Gemara refutes this Kavu in a different way than it did before. If you say by nida, husband is trusted, he knows that it's just a matter of time that she'll become tahir and he has a hetter. So his Yitzhahar is not so strong. So for that he can be trusted. On the other hand, when it comes to a saita, possibly there'll never be a hetter again. Could be that she'll never become tahir. It'll turn out that she actually was Mizana, so he has no hetter. So for this, it's a much bigger Yitzhahar. The Pasuk says, Stolen waters are sweeter. So in, in the Yitzhara is especially strong in, in, in this time period when he knows that he can't have any relation with her and he thinks in his mind that he never will be able to have a relation with her and Yitzhara is very strong, so we can't trust him. Rabbi Yehuda says, that it says in the Pasuk that we quoted before, the same thing like the Tanakhama says, the husband alone brings his wife to the Kain. So the Gemara's question is, here clearly Rabbi Yudh is saying that the source of why he says the husbands believed is the Lashon of the Apostolic, Behavia Ish. And before we brought a Braise that said that Rabbi Yudh learned it out from a Kavachaymer. So the Gemara answers, Amalahu Kavachaymer Bereisha. In the beginning, Rabbi Yudh said the Kavachaymer. Uparchua. And the Chachamim refuted the Kavachaymer, as the Gemara brought over here, two different Swaras, why it's not a good Kavachaymer from Nida. So then Rabbi Yudha says, okay, the Kavachayim is not good, but that's what the Pasuk says. Rabbi Yudha seems to be saying the exact same thing as the Tanakama. He's quoting the Pasuk, Answers the Gemara, Yeah, the way they learned the Pasuk is the same. The It's telling you that the husband can bring the wife. But then the Tanakama adds to that, that Abel Amru, Chachamim said that you should bring two Edom along, and the Rabbi Yudah holds no, there's no Takana of Chachamim that you have to bring Edom. You follow what it says in the Pasuk, that the husband alone is trusted and he brings his wife. So now they arrived to Yerushalayim. So what happens now? She's brought to the Bezden HaGadl in Yerushalayim, the Bezden of 71. And there they scare her, they intimidate her. Similar to what we find in the Gemara Sanhedrin, when it comes to Edim, that are saying testimony about a person that's Chayv Misa, there as well, we intimidate these Edim, you should realize what kind of Edim he's speaking about, this is a matter of life and death, it's not just a money matter. So here also, they're Ma'ayim her. And they, they say to her, Bitti, my daughter, Harbe Yayin Wine, drinking wine can do a lot to a person and cause inappropriate actions. Harbe a laughter, and they could also bring this immature behavior can bring about these things. Bad neighbors that you may uh, that know how to convince you of these kinds of behaviors and are always there to could also cause this. So again, so these are all different things to just to, to wake her up to the fact that okay, could be you made a mistake, but now it's time to to admit to what happened. 
do it for the Ebishter's sake, for the Ebishter's great name that's being written here, that the Ebishter's holy name should not be erased in the waters. And they say in front of her, that she's not even fit to be hearing about this. Or her family. It's not, not Kedai to hear this. In other words, you say to her about the things that you find when you get to very great people, as Gemara will bring down, when you get to the Shvatim, that they were made, they admitted on Avedis that she did, even though it's not on her level, she's not Kedai to hear these things, but we're saying this to her just to encourage her to admit the Avedis that she did. And what happens now after all of this? If she admits and she says, yes, I'm Tomei, so she veres ksubasa. So the ksuba, she has to write a receipt for the ksuba. That, in other words, she has she's, she does not get paid for ksuba. If this is what happened, the husband could divorce her, and he would not be chayiv to give her a ksuba. The yitzis and the, she leaves from her husband. The husband divorces her without getting paid the ksuba. If, however, she still says no, I'm tahira. So now she still has to drink the water. So myla noisal ishara mizrach. She's brought to the Mizrach, the, the, the opening in the Harabayas on the east. Sha'al Pesach, Sha'ar Nikner. And then from there, or, or the, the Bach says, Lishar, then you go further, closer up, to the Sha'ar Nikner. Sha'ar Nikner is this, the entrance that there was between the Ezra's Noshim and the Ezra's Yisrael, the Azorah of the Beis HaMikdash. Shashom Mashken Esasaitis, that's the place where they gave the Saita to drink the waters. And they had to be by the Azorah, had to be Lefnei Hashem, but she can't stand inside the Azorah. We don't know what the water of the Saita is going to do to her. We don't want her to to die over there in the Azara. Or Metairinus Ayeldis, that's also the place where Ayeldis, they would be Metairher, Metairinus HaMetzirayim, HaMetzirayim, you have to put blood on his fingers, and he stands right in the doorway, in the entrance of Shar Nikner, which is not Kodesh, and he's able to stick in the finger into the Azara, even though he's not yet Tahir, he's able to stick his finger in, and that's how they would be Metair, the, the Yeldis and the Metzirayim. And then what happens, the Kayin grabs her garments, and by her neck, im nikru nikru. If it's torn, it's torn. Im nifrumu nifrumu. If it's torn into small shreds and pieces, it's torn. Atshu megala sliba. He uncovers her chest. V'saiser esaira, and he un unties her hair. Rabbi Yehuda, I met Rabbi Yehuda said, "Dem haya liba noe. If if her if her chest was beautiful, lehaya megala, he would not uncover it. All this that's done over here for this woman is to to bring disgrace to her. Vim haya esaira noe. Her hair is beautiful. Lehaya esaiser, he would not." On, uh, he would not open up her ear. If she's dressed in nice, beautiful, white clothing, they would dress her in black clothing. If she's wearing clothing or beautiful gold jewelry, the katliyos, some kind of a uh, choker, okay? Or nizamin, which is a nose ring, or tabais, other rings. They remove all these jewelry from her. She should be disgraceful. And then maybe Chevel Mitzri. There's this rope, this Chevel Mitzri. Rashi says it's made from uh, a palm tree. And they tie her clothing above her breast that her clothing shouldn't fall down, but it's done in a way that she should be looking disgraceful. And whoever wants to come and see the disgrace of a woman that behaves this way can come and see. Okay, this is for people to learn not to behave this way. Her servants, her maids, cannot be present here to come and see because that makes her feel comfortable. She's very comfortable with them. We want her to be afraid and to admit. She still has a chance to admit. 
All women are allowed to come and see her. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, That all women, they'll, they'll, they'll take a muscle, they'll take a, a lesson from this. They, they should not act like her zima, like her inappropriate behavior. From where do I know the first point that said in our Mishnah? Where is she brought to? She's brought to the Bezdin Agad of Yerushalayim. To the Bezdin of 71. This is very unusual. Even Misa, you don't have to go to the Bezdin Agadl. You go to a Bezdin of 23. So over here as well, why do you have to go Dafka to the Bezdin Agadl? Why can't you go to a Bezdin that there is by the Harabayas or even by the Azara outside? Why Dafka to the Bezdin Agadl? Omer Rabbi Yisib Achanine, Asya, we learned this out with Exeri Shove. Taira, Taira. Over here, it says a kind duster, everything it said, regarding the Bezin in the Shoshim Vechel, it says, There it's talking about the Allah of Zok and Mamre when you have one of the Bezin that says different than the other Bezin. So, just like there when it says, it talks about the Bezin of 71. Afkan, by the site that uses the term Taira, it means to this, to the Bezin Nagadl. And then we scare her, we intimidate her. So the question is, in our mission it's mashma that we try to scare her so that she should admit to what she did. But in it just like we scare her, that she should not drink the water, she should admit. So too, we tell her that she should, we scare her sort of, and we, we, she should be strong. And that if she's tahoy, she should not admit falsely and she should drink the waters. I even know we tell her, Biti, my daughter, Imbaru Lucha Adava. If this matter is clear to you, she that you're pure, Imdi al be strong, see and drink the waters. And don't worry, in other words, she may become very afraid to drink the waters. And she may admit even if it's not true. So we we, we tell her, be strong and drink these waters of Fisha'ain. Mayim hamorim doimim elo lesam yavish. This water, the mayim hamorim that you drink, is only like a dry potion. Shamuna chalbasachai. That's that's on, on the life flesh of a person. Im yesham make machal chovayyeret. If there's a wound there, so then this psalm has an its effect on it in a negative way. But ain't sham make. If there's no wound there, any mile klum, it doesn't do anything, and it won't it won't harm you at all. So we see over here in our Mishnah. And it didn't mention this. In our mission, all it said was that we just are going to scare and intimidate her to be maida to what she did, to be that she's Tommy, that she should not drink. Here it seems like besides that we also warn her and that she should be strong and she should drink the waters if she knows that she's pure. So why doesn't it say that in our Mishnah? Answers the Gemara like Kashi, there's no contradiction. Our Mishnah is speaking about before the Megillah, before they put the, the, the scroll with the Rodeipsh's name on it into the water, before they erased it. So we, we, all we do is we try to persuade her to be strong. Oh, sorry, again, we try to be persuaded to admit that she is Thomas, so we shouldn't have to erase the Abish's name. But once they already put the Abish's name in the, in, into the waters and it was already erased, so here they also talked to her about the fact that now, if you feel that you're stru- pure, pure, if you know that you're pure, be strong and do not admit. So after that, so, so now, there's no over here. It makes sense already that they, they, they want to just encourage you not to be afraid to, to, that you won't drink the waters. Then the Mishnah says, you say to her things that you find in the Torah about. The great people in Taita that were made it to Avedis that they did. 
We say in front of her the stories of Haggadah that you find in the Torah, and the story that happened in the Ksuvim Marishainim that we find in Torah, wise, say, they, they tell what happened, and they do not, they, they, they do not uh, hold back from saying the truth, and we learn from our ancestors. Yehuda, he admitted to what he did, and he was not embarrassed. What was the end with Yehuda? This is, of course, the story with Yehuda and Tamar, so he admitted. And what was the end? He inherited in the world to come. And Reuven as well. Reuven, the story of Reuven regarding the, the bed of Billah, or the relationship, according to one tie she had with Billah. He admitted, and he wasn't embarrassed. What was his end? He inherited the world to come as well. Then the Brai says, what's their reward? So the Gemara interjects and says, you're asking what their reward was for this that they admitted? We just said that they got Elam Hava. The question is, what was their reward that they got in this world? The reward is, they alone got the land, and no stranger came amongst them. So this refers to this, that they took a chelik in Eretz Yisrael, Reuven took a chelik in Eretz Yisrael in Ever Hayarden, before everyone else, right? And Yehuda as well got Malchus. So that's considered to be a special, that's what Rashi says, so that's a special portion of Eretz Yisrael. And Loyavazav Saicha means that this has been a get to the bracha of, uh, of Moshe Rabbeinu. The Gemara is going to bring soon the bracha of Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Gemara says, Bishloy mi Yehuda. Yes, we talk to see in the story in the Torah regarding Yehuda Ashkechandaini. We find that he admitted to what he did. The Chesiv, the Pasuk says, Vayaker Yehuda, Yehuda recognized who this was, who Tamar was, and Vayayme, he said, Satkamimani. She's right, that, that, that the child here that she's pregnant with is for me. So that was the Torah clearly says, Yehuda was Maida. Ela Ruvain, Manalanda Oidi. Where do we see that Ruvain was Maida? The answer is, What's the meaning of the broche that you find when Moshe Rabbeinu is benching the Eden, the Shvatim? So it says, Yehudin should live and should not die. Right after that it says, The next passage, and this is to Yehuda. It's a connection from the broche of Reuven to Yehuda. What does this mean? All those years that Yehuda was in the Midbar, so the bones of Yehuda, they, they, they were being carried to, with the Yidin in the Midbar, but Yehuda, his body did not remain intact, and his bones were, were, were rolling around in the, in the Aren, in the coffin. And Moshe Rabbeinu got up and begged mercy for him. What did Moshe Rabbeinu say? He said today, the master of the universe. Who caused Reuven to admit what he did? Yehuda. Yehuda is the one that caused this. So, Vizais Lu Yehuda. So, therefore, this should also be for Yehuda. Right, so in other words, after it says, Yechi Reuven Vayom, it's just like Reuven's body remained intact like he was when he was alive. So, this should be for Yehuda as well. So, Miyad, immediately, Shama Hashem, Koyal Yehuda, the heard the voice of Yehuda, which means, Al Eivere Lishofa. His Eivarim went back into their place like when he's alive. But now, they still didn't allow him to enter into the heavenly yeshiva. So on that, Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, bring him to his nation, allow him in. 
But even after that, he didn't know how to discuss the matters of the halacha that was being discussed there in the heavenly yeshiva with, with the other Rabbanah. So Moshe Rabbeinu further said, his hands should be uh, very strong, which means in, in, in battle. You should be able to fight in battle. Rashi says this is the battle of Taita, to be able to discuss matters in Taita. Okay, so then they, he was able to get involved in the discussion as well and fight. But the, the things that he was saying in the Mesifta de Rikia, it wasn't being accepted. So Moshe Rabbeinu further said, You should have assistance from those enemies that are fighting with him. In other words, those adversaries. Now, in the discussion of Teireh and Ganeiden, his words should be accepted. That's so that here, here's where we see that Moshe Rabbeinu Davin for Yehuda, and from the connection to Reuven, we understand that, like Moshe Rabbeinu said, that Yehudas caused Reuven to be Maida. It's understood. Yehuda the Oidi. Why did Yehuda admit? Because it was a question of whether Tamar is Chayiv Misa, so in order that she shouldn't be burned. So he had to be Maida. But why was Reuven Maida to the Aveda that he did? Rav Sheshe says, Chotzef Olai Bar Yisrael, or the other gear says, Man, it's, it's uh, Chutzpah to me, Man the Mafrit Chate, someone that is Maida and specifies the Averis that he did. That's because the very fact that a person is being Maida like this publicly, the Averis that he did, shows that it, it's not something that bothers him so much. Okay, so why was Reuven Maida like Yehuda? Answers the Gemara, He was Maida. So that the other brothers should not be suspected by their father that they are the ones that did what was done. So he was made that his brothers should be clean, clean from this. Going back to the Mishnah, what did the Mishnah say? It said if she's not, if, if she did admit that is, if she admitted, what happens now? She loses her ksuba, her husband divorces and he doesn't have to pay the ksuba. And but what did the expression the Mishnah use? The Mishnah said shivaris ksuba, which means that now she has to write a receipt. I received my ksuba. As she forgives her ksuba like that. Says the Gemara, Sham et mino, from this Mishnah we could learn out, that when a woman gets paid her ksuba, she writes to her husband a receipt. And says, there's an argument about this in the Gemara in Baba Basra. According to one opinion, you don't write a receipt. Rather, what you do is you take the ksuba itself and you tear it up. Why? Because if you're writing a receipt for the husband, so it's possible that that receipt could get lost. It's possible that an akhbar will, will eat it up and then the husband could still be in a problem where he won't be able to prove that he paid the ksuba. So therefore one opinion says, you don't write a receipt, you tear up the ksuba. But in our mission it says, for the husband to have proof that he doesn't owe her the ksuba, you write a receipt. So that proves that he could write a receipt. says, Learn in our Mishnah, it means to say that the ksuba itself is torn. It doesn't say in our Mishnah clearly the Lashon Kaisvin Shaver. It says Shaveres Ksubasa. Shaveres Ksubasa really means that you tear the Ksuba. Amalei Rave, but Rave says, but it doesn't say tear. It says, Vaha Shaveres Ketani. You don't break a Ksuba. So, I mean, Shaveres is Mashman that you do write a receipt. So, how are you learning in the Mishnah that it means that you tear the Ksuba itself? Hello, my Rave. So, therefore, Rave says, there is no Rai from our Mishnah that in general you write a receipt. And our, but our Mishnah is speaking about a different case. Our mission is talking about a situation where there's no ksuba written. There were places, the Gemara talks about this in Masech Ksubas, there were places where the minig was, they didn't write a ksuba. And they relied on the Takanas Chazal, they relied on the, the Tanai of the Bezdin, 
that if she gets divorced or if she becomes a widow, that she can collect the ksuba with, with an actual ksuba. She just has to present a get or proof that her husband dies and like that she can collect her ksuba. So in order to prove that the husband paid her already, there's no ksuba to tear. So the only way to prove it is by writing a receipt. That's what our mission is talking about. But in a regular case where there, where there is a ksuba, you don't write a receipt, rather you tear the ksuba.